This is a Soulfire production. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I have an epic conversation for you today. It's going to get you amped up, excited about life, and probably excited to try something new. Today, I am chatting with my friend Joshua Church. He is the co-founder of Edge Theory Labs, where he and his cousin built the world's first iceless ice bath with built-in filtration, hot tub mode, and a portable design that fits into a backpack. I feel like more and more people are getting into contrast therapy, cold water immersion, breath work, all that fun stuff. And many of you have been asking me about it as well. So I wanted to have Joshua on the podcast to talk about all of the benefits physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And he has such an incredible life journey. It is so inspiring. He is the perfect example of turning your pain into your purpose and your mess into your message. I'm sure a lot of you already do uh, cold showers, but if you're ready to take it up a notch, check out the Edge Tub. This is truly top of the line. I'm so impressed by this technology. It really is the best out there. It's portable, super high quality, built-in filtration, no ice needed, like Ideal. Ideal. We're going to put all of the links in the show notes so you can check out the Edge Tub. You can go to edgetheorylabs.com to learn more. And you can use the code Christina, the channel, for $150 off. So don't sleep on that. And there are also different payment plans, different options for payment. So you can learn more about that on their website. Also, I don't know why it's so, I don't know what the word is, like inspiring or it like pumps me up to watch other people get in an ice bath. So go to their Instagram at Edge Theory Labs and check out their videos. I love, love their Instagram account. So in this episode, we're going to dive deep into cold immersion, all of the health benefits. We're going to talk about Joshua's journey to becoming co-founder of Edge Theory Labs and his different near-death experiences and spiritual journey, lessons from entrepreneurship, and so much more. He also hosts different workshops and retreats that are so epic. Actually, the day before we recorded this, he was heading out to Iceland to co-host a retreat. How epic is that? So if you head to joshuadeanchurch.com or go on his Instagram at joshuadeanchurch, you can learn more from him there. Maybe check out some of his future retreats. And he hosts his own podcast, Find the Others. If you enjoy this show and the conversations on this show, you'll definitely enjoy Find the Others. It's all about how to help high performers stress less and achieve more, which is really the theme of this episode. If nothing else, I'm sure this episode is going to inspire you to stretch yourself, expand yourself, try something new, put yourself in a situation so that you can start to learn that you can do hard things and really that our mindset, our perspective is everything. So, I mean, we're diving into our relationship with the body, nervous system regulation, all the fun stuff. Before we jump in, I just want to remind you that my new book is out and it's so interesting because what my new book is about, it's called Pain, Love, and Purpose. It's a poetry book, is so in line with everything that Joshua and I talked about on today's episode, so it goes very well. You can head to Pain, Love, and Purpose to learn more. You can go on Amazon to purchase the book there because it's all about turning your pain into your purpose. So be sure to get your hands on that if you haven't already. And if you're interested, these poems are detailed, intimate experiences from my life that I think a lot of people can relate to. And it will definitely help you reconnect 
to your heart space and your own purpose. If you do enjoy the book and you leave a rating and a review on Amazon and you take a screenshot and email it to media at christinathechannel.com, then we will email you back with a bonus meditation to help you reconnect with your own purpose. So once again, painloveandpurpose.com head to Amazon, check it out there. I am so, so grateful for all of your support and love around this. I am so proud of it and so excited to share it with all of you. That's my announcement for today's episode. So I won't keep you waiting any longer. Enjoy this conversation with Joshua Dean Church. It's no news here that I am obsessed with element electrolytes. And if you have not yet got on this train now is the time, especially because I know so many of you are dealing with ascension symptoms, feeling more tired, brain fog, extra hunger, headaches, fatigue. Electrolytes are the answer. I drink a couple of packets of Element every day. I probably drink too much if that's possible, but I mean at least one. I was against electrolytes for a long time because I felt like most of them were, well, I didn't feel like most of them are filled with crap. Element is the cleanest electrolyte drink I have ever tried. It has a science-backed electrolyte ratio and there's no junk. So no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. If you're eating a whole foods-based diet, it can also be really easy for your electrolytes to get out of balance, which is why so many people who are on a whole foods-based diet or a cleaner diet have a lot of weird symptoms, headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, or even feeling like their athletic performance, gym performance is suffering. If you feel like you are dragging, try Element. The best part is they have updated my code. So now with every purchase, whether you are a new customer or you've already purchased, when you use my code, you can get a free sample pack with your order. The Element sample pack will include one packet of every flavor so you can try them all out. And they have no questions asked refunds on all orders. So you don't even have to send it back if you don't like it. So there's really no risk to trying. Just go to drinkelement.com CTC. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com CTC. And you will get that free sample pack with any purchase. And again, if you don't like the purchase, you don't even have to send it back. You'll get a refund, especially this time of year when I think more than ever, we're often feeling extra dehydrated. And the thing is, sometimes we're drinking a lot of water and not absorbing it. When you take Element, you will literally feel the difference. You're gonna feel like, oh my God, my cells are absorbing this. And my favorites for your reference are the citrus salt, the watermelon, and the chocolate sea salt for my coffee. Total game changer. Try it out, you will not regret it. I like to start every episode with a few rapid fire questions. Beautiful. Okay. So first is, what's your morning routine? Mm, my morning routine is getting into cold water. Yeah. <laughs> Very on brand, I know. But uh, <laughs> but we, we really live it. And that's because uh, I like getting into cold water. First thing, I mean, I'll, I'll make my bed, brush my teeth, go to the bathroom, and then I'll get into the cold water because it's the last thing I want to do when I wake up. And there's something I found very empowering and powerful about doing something uncomfortable, physiologically challenging, first thing out of bed. That's not like a whole hour workout or long run that you can get done in two to three minutes and mm -hmm. then just feel the benefits and the alive awakeness. I've pushed my coffee start time back from that. So it's that. And then it's usually followed by uh, making some coffee and writing in my journal. Lately in the new office we moved into, there's this path right to the ocean. So I'll go walk over there, watch the waves, watch the surfers nice. for a few minutes and then get started with my day. Perfect. Yep. So, so is, is it just all set, ready to go? It's already cold. You wake yeah, up? that's the, that's a great part. And part of the reason why we built the product we mm -hmm. did is that it's cold and clean water ready for you whenever mm -hmm. you want. And you can put it wherever you want to yeah. because of the portability. So it's on my balcony in my apartment and it's at temperature. I like the 50 degree morning mm -hmm. range. So it's at 50 degrees, 
cold, clean, ready for me, jump mm-hmm. right in, ready to go. Love that. So yeah. you get up and you go straight to the office now? I do. Okay. I do. And it's fun because we're building such a cool, it's, it's actually kind of a challenge because I'm spending so much time at the office. Like I'm getting in at 7am and I'm staying to like 6 or 7pm oh just because I, I love it so yeah. much. And we have a sauna there. We have a workout facility we're building out there. We have the cold tub, obviously hot tub set up and, um, and I'm working with my cousin and my friends and yeah. it's like super cool. I've always said I love to work on cool class projects with my friends and that's exactly what we're doing. So it's really cool and very grateful and fortunate to have something that I'm eager to plug into every day um, for the mission that we're on and the tangible, quantifiable mission that we're we're tracking towards and what impact we want to have and then uh, just all the, the, the game that we're playing. So um, yeah, so I'm going right into the office. Love it. Yeah, you got you, you got to love it, right? You're got not going to show up to you it. Got to. So, got to love it. There you go. Okay, next is, what is a product you're really enjoying right now? It can't be your own product. It could be a food product, a supplement, a book, mm, uh, yep. like anything physical. I, I'm I'm a big fan of, there's two things come to mind. One is Element or Element-E, the mm-hmm. it's electrolyte, the no sugar electrolyte. I In love that. Coffee. <laughs> that would be next level uh that i do is great especially the hydration like hydration is something that we're sleeping on i feel like a little bit mm-hmm. i'm making sure we're, I, i've always drank lots of water but adding electrolytes as well especially when you're doing lots of workouts or you're active it's made such a difference for for myself so i love that product because there's no sugar in it um and it's like got a salty taste i love salty so that that's a great brand and product and then um the other one is <laughs> i don't even know the brand of it but my alarm clock i'm obsessed oh. with which is it's one of those like sunlight alarm yeah. clocks so is it a phillips one? it's a phillips I yes have that thank one. you yep, that's it so good it's so good so it just slowly set the alarm time so if i said 6 a.m at like 5 40 5 45 it mm-hmm. slowly dims and starts to get brighter because i have the blackout curtain so it slowly dims and starts to get brighter and and then at the peak time it's like full on bright and you can set the, the settings but it's full on bright so i wake up to that and then naturally the birds will start chirping <laughs> or the piano plays and so i usually wake up with the light which uh-huh. is great and it's like a very soothing way to wake up and then once you're up like you're up it's harder to yeah. turn the lights back off and go to sleep so i love that thing such a good invention totally agree also everyone i didn't tell him to plug element they sponsor my show do so, they actually? Oh, yeah. You're kidding. Yeah, I, I like okay. drink 10 no, packets yeah. a day. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That was, yes. that was not intentional. <laughs> not intentional. But very on brand. I <laughs> yeah. love it. We're on the same page. Totally. Totally. <laughs> okay. okay, love that. Next is what about your astrology, sun, moon, and rising? Leo, Leo, Leo. <gasps> You're a triple Leo? <laughs> triple Leo, baby. Yep. Fire, 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 baby. You don't seem like a triple Leo. Yeah, if you get to know me a little bit more, maybe you'll see it. But um, yeah, I got um, fire through and through. What's your Mercury? Do you know? I don't know. I can figure that out, though. I That is so interesting yeah. to me. Why is that interesting to you? I just wouldn't peg you as a triple Leo. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Well, I've also never met a triple Leo. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I, I thought you'd have some water in there. Yeah. I think I do. I think my Mercury might be water sign. Yeah, that would make sense. Balance that out a bit. Yeah, like a Pisces mm-hmm. or a Cancer. Situ- it's that's how you think and communicate. Mm. Like I feel like y- you're more water in how you communicate. Mm. Cool. I like but- that. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Love so, um, that. Yeah, I love that. And the, the triple E on me loved finding out I was yeah. a triple Leo and that it was rare. And it was yeah. like, let's go. Also, you ha- your birthday's August 8th, right? 8-8. Eight, eight. Good memory. Well, how could I forget? <laughs> yeah. How could I forget? I'm so jealous. Yeah. You know? Like, every- <laughs> 8 triple Leo. There you go. Oh, you got me. Oh, my God. That's wild. Yeah. That's so cool. lucky. I love that. Okay. And then human design, um, energy type, profile. I'm a manifesting generator. Okay. Do you know your numbers, your profile? Don't. You got to be a four or something. You got to be a, or maybe a five one. 
You got to look that up. Okay, I'll look that up. You'll, we're going to look at these yeah, things about Yeah, we got to look up everything. All right. Okay, Triple Leo. Wow, manifesting yeah. generator. That makes sense. Do you yep. know your authority? Like, are you a sacral? Um, what are the other? It's Emotional, sacral um, is probably. I'm sacral. Yeah, you got to I'm be. sacral. Okay. It's like a yes. Yeah, like, yes. exactly. It's, yeah. A, it's feeling into that kind of mm-hmm. full body yes and mm-hmm. going from there, which was really interesting learning that when I went through the human design with the, the woman who ran me through it because it hel- it's helped me so much and knowing like and building that internal awareness of am I trying to swim upstream here? Like stay in that downstream. Like when something feels like a yes in that moment, then mm-hmm. act then. And if it doesn't, then come back to it. And, yeah. and that's helped me so much in these past months. Oh, totally. I think like I'm obsessed with human design because I feel like as an entrepreneur, mm. I mean, you, you have to be good at making decisions. Like if there's one skill set you have to have, you have to be good at making decisions mm. and you don't really have time to wait around really, you know, and that's what holds everybody back. Like they're, they're overthinking it. And so with human design, it's like, you know exactly where to look. Right. Like it guides you directly there. I feel like it's a game changer for an entrepreneur. Truly. For sure. Yep. Sacral. Love that. <laughs> okay. So last thing in this little series is what is a topic you're really interested in right now? What are you thinking about learning about? It could be something in health and wellness, personal development, uh, whatever so it's, on your mind. It's a great question. I mean, I'm, I'm really into, I love Dr. Andrew Huberman and mm-hmm. Huberman podcast. I'm really into I'm really into understanding our physiology on a deeper level. So I love all of the like all the those Netflix documentaries that are like looking at the inner world. I just find it so fascinating. And mm-hmm. I've always been curious. Uh, something my mom was just sharing the other day. She, her photo of me um, is like of a very specific moment, like on her phone. And she was like, I was like, why do you have that photo? Like, why do you like that? And she was like, because that captures the way I see you. And when you were little, you were so fascinated by everything. And I really think that's 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 kept with me as I've gotten older and is, is, is something that I consider a gift and I'm passionately curious. So anything to understand like just how incredible the miraculous just us sitting here is and all the things that are going on in our brain and body and in this very moment that are we're just regulating without mm-hmm. having to think about it. Like that's fascinating to me. So I'm really into that. I'm also really into um, animals like any of the and, and little kid things. Mm-hmm. So like laser tag, play dates with friends, sleepovers, all those things. Love it. So I'm really into that and animals are cool. There's a dinosaur documentary. Like I love watching those things Uh because it's just fascinating. You're just like, this is real. Like this is not imaginary. And I get why little kids love dinosaurs and and love animals because they're so cool. So Mm -hmm. I think anything just, uh, I'm, I'm into some of those things right now. I love all of that. Let me ask you. So you've always been very curious with the body specifically. Mm. Have you always been into health and wellness and physiology or was there something that took you there? Great question. Um, I have not always been into it. Uh, it was something I got into and I was, I would say I was more forced into or brought into with, with the calling that I, truly that I believe that I'm and, and the mission that I'm on is uh, with through my body. I had a lot of body issues um, and body issues, meaning injuries. So I had, um, I had to have, uh, I was born with a, my lung collapse a few minutes after I was born. Oh. And so they didn't know if I had brain damage, how long I was without oxygen in my brain. So that was, that was pretty scary. So I was born fighting um, and throughout life in my adolescence. I dealt with a lot of injuries, a lot of them sports related as well. I've had near-death experiences, but uh, I had to have an emergency surgery to save my leg. I've got this pretty <gasps> rad scar right here. You can see this. Whoa. A 14-inch scar across my quad from something called compartment syndrome from an injury I had that basically I was like six hours away from having my whole leg amputated, which was oh really crazy. God. What happened? Um, there's something called compartment syndrome. So we have these muscle compartments in our body, which is the the blood vessel, the, the muscle itself, the veins, the artery, and it's like wrapped in this burlap kind of sack almost that's called the muscle compartment. 
and sometimes you can have blunt force trauma. Like if you break your femur or something like that happens, you have blunt force trauma and that it swells. It becomes full of blood, like a bruise. That's what a bruise is, but it becomes a super severe bruise. And the whole muscle compartment fills with blood. And when that happens, it becomes super swollen, super tight. No blood flow moves through your leg. So all the muscle and tissue starts dying. So it was super painful. I went into the hospital thinking I was going to get some pain meds or something like that. And next thing I knew, I was being wheeled into emergency surgery. And they do the simple procedure where they just cut the fascia, relieve the pressure, and then staple you back up. But that really led me on this path of health and wellness as I look back at it in context and, and really deeper spirituality with myself. So mm-hmm. I got out of, we were talking earlier about you channeling the books that you're writing and I, I got back out of that and so much happened so quickly that I couldn't really process, but I love writing as well, poetry specifically. I was in a phase of writing a lot of spoke, spoken word poetry. I love the articulation of it. And so I got back and I, I sat down and I just like had to write and I wrote this spoken word poem that really was the first time I ever felt like I channeled something or just opened up and like I have still have the exact first sheet. It was like no crosses written, just perfectly through front and back. And I'm like, whoa, 17-year-old kid. And I brought it to my mom. I'm like, mom. And I read it to her. I'm just like, I, I don't know what I just wrote here. And she was like bawling her eyes out crying. And it's a spoken word poem I wrote called Am I Awake? And it was just about this experience of like feeling my soul leave my body and then come back into connection in the operating table and just processing everything. It was really powerful. I went back to the, we had a connection to the hospital. I went back to the hospital to record myself performing it there because it would be a cool video to do. Someone from the hospital, Scripps Hospital in Encinitas here, they overheard it and they were moved. And they connected me with someone else and they ended up flying me to be the keynote speaker at the doctor's system-wide conference in front of a thousand doctors to perform it, to share my story, got a standing ovation for that. And that led me literally on that year I was doing like, they were flying me to different like galas and charity events to speak. I was on the cover of the magazine, like all these different things. And that kind of (laughs) thrusted me on stage literally and brought me deeper into that connection with myself. So that was a pretty crazy experience. (laughs) But that started with putting me onto this path of understanding and starting to figure out like, okay, my body's been through a lot yeah, and it's working really hard for me. So I'm actually going to focus on prioritizing that. That'll happen when you're 17. 17. So like Christina, I'll, I'll listen back to that and I'm still floored. It's like yeah. some of those words I'm saying and things that at that point made no sense to me. But now looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Like yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was pretty nuts. Well, I totally know what you mean because this poetry book, mm. it's exactly how I wrote it. It was one time through. Wow. I wrote, I, I started on a Saturday morning. I went to go journal mm. and it just started, I was just writing and it poured out of me. And three days later, I didn't move. Wow. And three days later, I was like, I just wrote a book. Wow. You know what I mean? So I totally get it. It's like, I just chant, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Do you ever, because what, what happened after that for me was mm. all of a sudden I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I'm capable of this. And mm. I tried so hard to get back to that state to write mm-hmm. more, to do more. And I was met with a lot of resistance. Like, mm-hmm. have you felt that? Or do you have a different process for going into your channeling mode? I mean, th- there's a process, I think, but oh, man, that's a really good question. It's sort of like when you're channeling things, there's like a portal that opens up. There's a timing piece, like right place, right time, right situation, where it's kind of like when the stream starts coming through, you got to sit down and take right. advantage of it or you're going to miss it. Right. You know, so it's like, I thought, like I knew, I'm like, if I go do something else this weekend, I'm going to cut off the stream mm. and I'm going to miss it. It's like, it's just flowing through and I'm about to get real, whatever. I love it. I, you'll like this. So I was trying to understand what was going on because, I, you know, I've channeled books in other ways, but this was like, I'm channeling my higher self, essentially. It's me, right? But it's channeled. And I was connecting with, basically, it was like Mozart, Beethoven, mm. like, and they were basically describing that there's this, they called it a divine creative stream that everybody has access to. 
if you orient yourself mm. correctly with sure. it, whether if you think about like just different streams of frequency. Yeah. And so if me, my frequency gets in alignment with that, suddenly I've created something that's like the frequency, uh, like that creative expression. Mm. And they're bringing up all these different musicians and artists who have like tapped into, that. A, a, tapped into it. And it's just the state of flow. And it's that divine creative stream combined with your unique frequency that brings out like your most creative, authentic. Oh, I love per- that. Yeah. Isn't that insane? That's amazing. And that makes total sense because yeah. it's, it's like your expression of that. So it's like yeah. your frequency mixed totally. or like from that base level stream coming there. Yeah. That makes total sense. Like the I way feel they that. showed it was like a river and it was mm. like, like when you jump in it, you're like, you're yeah. like the best swimmer, Yeah, yeah you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, if you jump in it, like jump in it. Right. And I was like, that's so sick. That is so cool. You know? So now that's how I think about it when, and they were saying that's the difference between if you think about like in music, songs that just move mm. people and like take Hit. off, right? right? Like what is it about that song? And there are different pieces, but it's when it was written, created, produced in that stream, in that frequency stream, mm. that makes it just blow up. It's, it's cool. like something else. Yeah. It's like a unique blueprint or like mm-hmm. thumbprint. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Very so cool. So cool. Yeah. Mm. Uh Okay. (laughs) We went went somewhere. Uh, (laughs) No, but okay. What's interesting to me is you go through all these things with your body. And to be honest, there are a lot of 17, 18 year olds that would not then connect. Oh, I need to like Mm. get to know myself or start to understand my body. Like a lot of people go through that and they just go back to living their life. So like, what, what was it for you? Yeah. Thanks for asking that follow-up question. So there's, uh, well, there was two things. One, um, I started to see, that was the first time I started to notice, wow, something good can come from something seemingly bad. And maybe there's a bigger plan or path or purpose in my life. And that's really where I started developing some sense of trust, or maybe there's something more going on here because of how that injury or that really bad thing, it knocked it, it knocked me out. It knocked me out for the rest of the football season. It knocked me out from basketball season that next year. And I was like, this is horrible. But then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, actually there were some good things that came from this, like this incredible opportunity of speaking and feeling like I'll never forget that moment on stage receiving that standing ovation. Maybe the Leo and me loved it, of course, mm-hmm. but but feeling like, wow, I feel like I'm supposed to share messages like this. This feels in alignment. This is very in alignment. Look where it's led me, getting a paid flight and trip out to go speak at this amazing conference. And And then the other beautiful thing that happened from that was that because I was knocked out of basketball season, I my advisor in school was also the drama teacher. And he was like, Josh, come out for the Shakespeare play. I'm like, I'm not going to be out there for the Shakespeare play. He was like, come on, there's a role that I think would be perfect for you. It was one of the lead roles. And I auditioned for it and I got the role and I went through this experience where I was one of the lead roles in a Shakespeare play. What was the play? It was called Much Ado About Nothing. Okay. It's a great one. It's a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the lead roles and it was it was such an incredible experience being on stage and, and just a different high school experience experience that I was used to with football and basketball and ASB and all the other things that I was into. So it was something really unique and special that I that I cherish for sure. So there were some of these good things that started to happen that led me to being like, huh, like maybe there's something to this whole trusting God type of thing. And 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 so that was like a bookmark. Mm. But then what happened was after <laughs> cue the next big injury was um, freshman year of college, I had appendicitis, which some people have, Mm -hmm. but the doctor messed up the surgery, unfortunately. So they nicked an artery. So I started bleeding internally and, um, yeah, crazy. So I had to get a blood transfusion. I was in the hospital for, for a week plus. Um, I was out in Ohio. My mama flew out. God bless my mama for flying out (laughs) when I told her not to. And so that happened and I was like, it, it, it forced me to whole kind of reset. I was thinking about transferring. I ended up deciding to go back and had a beautiful rest of college experience, but but that was another thing that happened. And so I'm like, geez, this is crazy. But it, it, it kind of got me back in that mindset of, okay, I'm going to come back stronger from this. Maybe this is happening for a reason. So it started forcing me to look for 
maybe something good can happen from this too. Mm -hmm. And at that moment when you're down and you're hit hard, like maybe just open up the potential for a possibility. It doesn't have to be like, okay, this is going to lead to something good because that can be a stretch, but Mm -hmm. maybe this can lead to something beautiful or good too. And so every time that happened, it happened and I would notice those things. And then when I came back from college, I started, I started, I got back into hot yoga or I got hot, did hot yoga for the first time. And it was a sculpt class with weights, core power here in Del Mar. And it was a cool workout class. But at the end, when you do a Shavasana, I was like, Ooh, what was that thing we did at the end? That was pretty cool. I felt really good and relaxed then. So I went and took some other yoga classes as well. And then I felt for the first time there, like, oh my goodness, body. I also had a knee surgery at some point in high school. It's like, body, like you've been through so much. Like, I love you. Thank you for what you've been through. And that started getting me deeper into connection. And then the final kind of pop-off straw was three and a half years ago when I was in Iceland for the first time on a retreat, doing a Wim Hof retreat, and I was doing the breath work. And that was that last modality that I was kind of waiting for, it felt like. And I felt from the sight of my scar and my, and my appendicitis, I just felt this tingle and it started working its way up to my throat, up to my head. And then I just bawled my eyes out, just full-on emotional release of just like releasing the emotion from all of these body injuries and traumas that I felt was just my body was really holding on to and I'd never felt that and to to experience that from breathing Mm -hmm. was like oh my goodness this is insane I did this just with myself and my breath like no drugs involved in this like what the heck so I went deep down that breathwork rabbit hole and after the yoga connection happened I went deep down the yoga rabbit hole I became a yoga instructor led me down this beautiful path of that curiosity taking that deeper whoa this happened let me take that deeper whoa this happened let me take that deeper So it was really that moment in yoga when Shavasana, when I felt, whoa, maybe there's something more going on. That created the the awareness of maybe there's something more going on here. And then in Iceland, the breath work was when it was, whoa, okay, my body's holding on to stuff and I am going to foster this relationship. So it it was a combination of these moments, but I think that the through line is leaving a little bit of space open for some other potential or possibility. Holy shit. Oh my God. You've been through so much. And it's, I feel like I see it everywhere. Like when you're a high achiever, the universe kicks your ass physically, right? Because it's, I was saying this with myself, like there are so many times and I'll look back and I'll be like, I should be dead. Like Mm. I should be dead, but it's like, I'm no, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not going to die. It's getting my attention, but I don't know if anything less drastic would have gotten my attention (laughs) to be totally honest. I hate to say that, but I I, I really don't think anything Mm. else would have gotten my attention. I Mm. wouldn't have listened. You know, it's like, just keep knocking me down physically. Right. What I'm curious about when you, cause you had like multiple near death experiences. Um, do you remember like being on the other side? Mm-hmm. What was that like? Um, there was, I remember when I was on the operating table, like I, as I was getting wheeled in and that was part of what came through in this, in the spoken word poem as well. Like I remember being above the table, looking down mm. and seeing myself. And it was like seeing myself as just this kind of carcass or piece of meat or flesh, which sounds weird, but it was kind of just like, whoa, that's like, that's me, but that's not really me. Yeah. And there was some sort of distinction there that stuck with me was there was a distinction between myself and who I thought I was and my physical self. It was like this idea of my spiritual self and my physical self, of my spiritual self having this human experience. Like you hear that that line, like we're not physical beings having a spiritual experience, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, a physical experience. And and that really, I got that that time. So that was a time where I actually like remember seeing or or, or having an experience outside. 
The other time was a was a near drowning experience, which was really scary. Um, and that was uh, playing on a tube on a lake with my brother, and I fell backwards, and my rope got wrapped around the my neck got wrapped around the rope underneath the tub. So I was like trying to get myself up for air, and I couldn't. And that I saw like almost like a life flash before my eyes. Yeah. Like that I saw like I had some memories that came through, and it was almost like a little bit of that DMT kind of like time space flashing really quickly before I was able to get to air. Thankfully, so those are the only two kind of capturable experiences yeah. that I think I had. Why do you think you've had so many near-death experiences? I think that there's there's lessons that I'm supposed to learn in this lifetime and Mm -hmm. that are accelerating. (laughs) Like I I believe, I feel that I'm an old soul and I've been around some lifetimes here Mm -hmm. and I have lifetimes to go. But I um I feel that this lifetime for me is I'm called to to make a splash and to leave the world better than I than I found it. Um, Mm -hmm. as I believe we all are and we all have that calling. But um. I think that all of those things were just accelerating me on this path to be 28 years old now, having these, having this conversation and to have so much life experience, good, bad, the ugly, Mm -hmm. but being able to learn from those, because what I've been able to do is learn from those experiences and integrate those lessons in a way and live those lessons in a way. And then through that living, be able to share those with other people. Mm-hmm. So I like to, you know, it's and it's crappy every time something bad happens or you're going through experience, but being able to see it from almost that third party perspective of I'm going through this so that I can learn mm-hmm. some lesson from this mm-hmm. integrated and then share it with other people to potentially help them. Yeah. And so that gives it, it gives a purpose, right? It gives some of the pain purpose. And it, it, it could just be all in my head that I'm making that up, but it, it doesn't change the end result of making it better to go through that. So to answer your question, I don't quite know why. Yeah. Um, but I'm taking it in well, stride. Well, you do know. You just, yes. you just said why. <laughs> exactly. I just said <laughs> you know, why. You just said you know exactly <laughs> why. And I mean, there are different angles to that. But I was just I was just telling one of my other friends, I'm like, look, if you're here to be a speaker, if you're yeah. here to inspire people, you're going to be gifted the experiences that you're going to talk about. Yeah. Like you're not going to get up on that stage and be like, had a boring life right. and here I am and here's right. what I have to say. It's like, Great point. you know what I mean? Like that that's just kind of how it goes. And the unfortunate and the fortunate, beautiful, unfortunate part is that you got to go through the muck to get yeah. those roses, right? You got to get through the, you know, you got to get through those, those, those valleys to, yeah. to see those peaks and you got to get through the, the, the shit to get to the gold. The gold yeah. is like buried in the shit. And yeah. so it's like, I love, there's the meme of like someone with their head in their, in their, in their arm and they're like holding their hand up and it's just like <laughs> asking the universe for like another yeah. round of growth or something. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, that's what that it feels. It yeah. is just like, all right, I'm ready for more. Hit yeah. me. Like, here we go. Oh my God. Well, I hope you're done with that. <laughs> yes. From, from that, from that level. And thankfully, yeah. like I've been in a beautiful relationship with uh-huh. my body and, yeah. and that was a foreign concept. Like mm-hmm. I had such a bad relationship with my body after some of those injuries. I, I had in my mind somehow that I was going to be in a wheelchair when I was like 30. Weird. But I just, I was, I was not, never in my body, just didn't feel good with it. Oh, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have all these surgeries. And then I was just like, wait, why? Yeah. I don't want that to be my reality. Like I, I and and uh, thankfully with the practices, cold water immersion has been a big part of that. Taking care of myself, food, the the mindset, all those things really matter. And I've been fortunate to work with amazing teachers and mentors mm-hmm. and 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 healers along the way that have helped. But I'm in a very very good state in relationship with my body, listening to my body, giving my body what it needs, and in in a very very great state of health and well being that uh, that I haven't experienced. Like it just gets better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And um and I'm aiming for longevity. Like I have, I have full belief that a hundred years old, I'm going to be playing pickup basketball. Like mm-hmm. I believe that so deeply and I'm going to do everything I can to help make that happen and enjoy the life along the way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm thankfully right now I'm, I feel like I'm in a very good position. 
Yeah, I mean, well, that's what you're here to do, right? It's like so much around, and and that so many people struggle with that, mm. you know, with their relationship with their body. Um, I want specifics. You've talked mm. about yoga and breath work, and we'll get into cold water immersion. Mm. Like, what are some of the other specific things that helped you, like physically, mentally, and emotionally, mm. supporting your body? Journaling, number one. Before anything else, journaling. Mm. Before breath work, before anything else, I would say journaling is a tool. And I started journaling when I was young. It was another weird kind of moment where I had this. I started journaling. I got my first journal. I think I was 16 years old. It was my sophomore year in high school or something like that. Spider-Man journal. I still have it. I've got a bookshelf full of my journals. And I, I was just going about my day one day in high school. And I had this like crazy moment. It was either a dream or a moment in time where I felt like my old self came through and was talking to my younger self saying, dude write the stuff down. You're going to want to remember when you're older. And that was enough to get me to start journaling. That mm -hmm. was enough. And plus my mom had bought me dozens of journals, never picked them up or journal, but it was like that moment was like, well, maybe I should start journaling. So I just started kind of chronicling, checking in, here's my life. And it's so funny even now looking back at like who I had a crush on yeah. or like finals <laughs> or studying for my AP test or like all these funny things. And I have specific memories that I can go back to. But so I started journaling then, but it, it evolved and I got away from it a bit when I was first going to college, but I got back to it as a way of building self-awareness because I think that that's ultimately where well-being comes from is it's being able to listen and give yourself what you need to take care of yourself because we are our own best healer. We are our own best teacher, our own best coach, our own best personal trainer. Like we, I, I really believe that we have those answers within us. I'm sure you probably share that belief as well. And and it's about, it's about listening and then giving us what we need. And I think that we create such a little space, especially in our, in our modern connected digital age that we're in, there's so little space for listening. It's all on like just impulse, impulse, impulse. It's just like all on just getting hit with one thing after the next that we're creating such little space for listening. So when we can listen, what do I actually need today? What's going on? How am I feeling? Like just at checking in with yourself on those simple things. What's on my mind? What a powerful question. What's on my mind? And, and it, it creates that opening for listening and ultimately giving yourself support that you need. Um, so that's, I would say, journaling above all. Love that. Yeah. Journaling, huge fan. Yes. I feel like you just gave the spiel I gave this morning. I was doing a talk <laughs> on manifestation. Amazing. Um, and I just went on the same spiel about journaling. I'm like, all of the answers are in your journal. That's right. <laughs> like, I love that. They're in your head. It's so true. It's so true. And, and, yeah. there's, and just on that note too, there's a great question that I learned a few months back that I asked myself in my journal from time to time, which is, one, what do I need to know today? It's a great question. Ask your super conscious that question. Mm -hmm. Ask Ask the divine energy that question. What do I need to know today? I'm always shocked when I like just even if it's something that I already know, it's always something you already know. But yeah. just even if it's something surface level, like trust, like it's good to write that down and reaffirm that. But sometimes it leads to amazing questions. So what did I need to know today? And then the second question I love is how did spirit, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, interact with me today or yesterday? Look for those moments. Those yeah. I call them like the winks from the universe. Look for those little synchronicities or those moments or, you know, you're thinking of someone and then they text you the same moment mm -hmm. or a parking spot opened up for you at the perfect timing. Like look for those moments because when we look for those moments, we're going to find them and we're yeah. going to find more and more of them. And we're going to rewire our brain to actually find those, the reticular activating system in our brain. We're going to start to program and look for those things. And when we look for the things to feel good about, we're going to find them. Yeah. So that's a great great question as well that I love asking in my journal. I love that. Have you had any extra exciting winks from the universe oh my recently? So many. Uh, so all many. The time. All the time. Every day. Every day. Every day. And the best is when you get people, more people in on the winks too. Yeah. And you can get the winks collectively, <laughs> yeah. right? 
Because then you're like, oh my collective god. Wings. So yeah, collective <laughs> wings. So like my my cousin, who's my business partner, and I, we've been big on this on the wings just in this last week of just the little things lining up, doing an mm-hmm. event out in Indianapolis and managing the you know I'm not gonna get bored with logistics here, but getting a crate out there with our tubs and everything. Yeah. Like it's a it's a pretty intense process, but like we show up for the event and the crate's sitting there in the exact spot we need ready for us, and it, yeah. it was supposed to be a whole day logistics thing. It's like it's there already, amazing. Doing a doing another thing where it's like the logistics line up or we're running late. They're running late for a flight. Parking spot opens up, right? Those little things. And when you start to buy in on it, you start to get more and more of those. But specifically for me, I would say the other day I was driving in my car and this is something that as an entrepreneur and I feel like is easy to get into, but you're in that lack, you can get in that lack mindset of like, oh, why are there no sales or what's going on or what's, what am I doing wrong? Or like you get into that kind of negative spiral and I put on a Abraham Hicks. So I love listening to the YouTube, uh, Abraham Hicks YouTube channel. And, um, and I was just like, cool, let me just reconnect. All right. It's all done. It's all there. It's all in the vortex. Like we're so, we're so done. It's provided for. And I, it's like in that moment, in that three minute YouTube video, I like was like shifted my energy and like physiologically, you know, slowed down my breathing and just was breathing as I was driving in the car. And then the YouTube video ended and I went to go hit next video. And I saw that there was, you know, a, a big sale that came through, mm-hmm. which was like instantly in that moment, like, boom, yes. amazing wink. Shout out. I see. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I'm never going to worry about this again. But then <laughs> Two days later, I'm there worrying about it. And then I'm like, okay, let me get practice getting back to that space. Yeah. Boom. So it's such an energy game. It's so interesting. It, it is all such a mental game. It's like such, it's so empowering to realize like, Okay, I code my universe, Ooh, my reality. Love that line, it, right? It, it's so powerful, mm. and then you realize I have been my in my own way the whole time, and it's like, so whatever I believe to be true is true, and then you realize, oh, so then I'm I'm creating that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, like Re- reality is a reflection of our strongest belief. Yeah, and so be careful what we're we're, we're thinking and we're believing yeah. and. And uh, yeah, it's empowering. Like I, I think there was a time in my life too where I would hear that message and I'd be like, shit, like I'm thinking all these bad thoughts. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, I'm creating this. How, why am I creating this? Yeah. Right? It's like, I take that now as more very empowering of like, okay, cool. What do we want to create? Mm-hmm. How do we want to act moving forward? What is the reality we do want to live in? What is the world we do want to live in? And mm-hmm. how can we cultivate that? Yeah, exactly. Instead of worrying, like manifesting. Yeah. You're, when you're worrying, you're manifesting what you don't want, right? Exactly. So that's why, oh, I watch, I start every day by watching the news. I watch CNN and Fox every day. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way to do that's it. That's the way to do it. <laughs> that's my frequency. I'm real high. Real high. Some news and then I go to Abraham Hicks. There you, you go. Know? Exactly. <laughs> same, exactly. same. <laughs> It's the best time of year, and it's not just because it's the holidays, which we know I love, but mostly because Organifi Chocolate Gold is here, it's limited edition, and it's my favorite thing in the whole world. All of Organifi's iterations of gold are delicious, but the Chocolate Gold has to be my favorite. It is like golden milk mixed with hot chocolate, and you really only have to add hot water. I don't even add milk or anything. I just do hot water. It tastes so good and it has a ton of incredible ingredients that support your body with relaxation, calming down, and getting ready to go to sleep, especially this time of year when I just want to be drinking hot chocolate all day long and most hot chocolates are filled with, you know, all the sugar, additives, and making my own can feel like a hassle, a scoop of chocolate gold, some hot water, and I'm good to go, throw in some Harry Potter, it's it's a party. Some of Chocolate Gold's rockstar ingredients include cocoa, of course, rich in polyphenols and trace minerals, especially magnesium, which is great for boosting mood and focus and aids in a healthy response to inflammation. There is also reishi mushroom, the queen of the mushrooms, grounding mushroom. Reishi supports balance, energy, and longevity. 
while also promoting recovery and repair. There's also lemon balm known as the calming herb, which promotes relaxation and quality of sleep and helps to improve a healthy response to stressors. There's turkey tail, which is another one of my favorite adaptogenic mushrooms, great for its antiviral properties and recovery support, as well as gut support after you eat that big Thanksgiving dinner. There's also magnesium, one of the most important minerals in the body, which supports relaxation and recovery, relieving anxiety, aches, and pains. And of course, all of those great anti-inflammatories like turmeric and that delicious cinnamon. Get your hands on chocolate gold while it's limited edition. We all know I've stocked up on a million of these. It is the best healthy, clean, hot chocolate this time of year. Just add some water and you are good to go. Gets you nice and relaxed before bed or in the morning. No judgment. So if you want to get your hands on chocolate gold or any of Organifi's other products, just head to Organifi.com slash CTC. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash CTC and my code CTC. Get you 20% off your order. Okay, so I love that. So journaling... Let's get into cold water immersion. How did you how did you get into it? I always hated the cold, to be honest with you. From San Diego, almost, mm-hmm. I consider myself a sun creature. I yeah. love the warmth, the sand, the sun. And um, never liked the cold. And I listened to a podcast with Wim Hof, this crazy Dutch guy named Wim Hof, who was doing these unbelievable things, setting world records, rewriting textbooks with showing how our mind-body connection is more powerful than we thought and how we can actually control our autonomic nervous system by regulating through breath and mindset. Fascinating. So again, as we were talking about earlier, but I love nerding out on those things. So I, so I was listening to podcasts and I'm like, interesting. And so there was something about his energy on the podcast. I'm like, I want to learn more about this guy. So I went on his website. I did a little like, you know, free two-day mini course. And then I was on the website and I had a friend who had gone on one of the Wim Hof retreats. So I was interested in that. And then I went on the website and I saw there was one that one of his top trainers was leading in Iceland. I'm like, oh, interesting. And it was one of those moments where it was like very uncomfortable, but I'm a big investment too, especially at the time for me. And I, um, I just booked it. I just sent it. I'm like, I'm feeling the pull to do this. This is uncomfortable. This is a big step, but like, I'm feeling like there might be something here for me. And I followed that impulse or that intuition and went out there and that totally changed the game for me. So. Joran de Bruyne is his name, and I'm excited. I'm going to fly out to Iceland tomorrow to link up with him, and it's kind of full circle as I'm leading retreats with him now and supporting him on those endeavors and, and leading retreats of my own and with Edge Theory Labs. But that really got me into the cold, and, and I got into it because it taught me how to surrender. It mm-hmm. taught me such a powerful lesson of that's the way you approach the cold, that's how you do it, is how can you surrender, how can you melt into it? I just felt so alive with it. I felt so oh my goodness, this is our, This is experiencing the fullness, strength, and capability that my body is built for. That's literally my DNA. This is so powerful. And it just took this connection I had with myself to this deepest, deepest place and helped translate everything else. And then you experience all the other benefits you get with it. So that's how I got into it, really from that mental side. And when I came back, I wanted to do it all the time. My cousin and I were training for an Ironman triathlon because we like pain clearly and we like pushing ourselves and we don't <laughs> like having any social life. Um, we, uh, we were doing ice baths for recovery and it was doing wonders. We were cutting our recovery time in half. We were able to push a lot harder and longer and it felt so great. I'm like, wow, there's really something to this cold water. And I started sensing and seeing that this was really going to come mainstream and we're still just not, the wave is just forming. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I want to I be a part of this. I want to help this and I want to bring this to people in a way that um that can be unique mm-hmm. and so um, that was how the company launched anyway but that's how i got into the cold was literally just a podcast that led to booking a retreat to experiencing it in a very raw form in um in iceland 
Now it's your your life's work. And, and now it's my life's work. How did how did that happen? You know, one step at a time, and yeah. seemingly so accidentally. But I think there's something to be said about that. One of my favorite lines that my friend Sage says is, um, "Next indicated step. Like, what's the next indicated step?" What's the step in front of you? What's the next logical step to take? Some of those may be a big jump, like booking a retreat to Iceland, but it's like, cool. Friends sent me a podcast. I'm going to listen to it. Cool. That was really interesting to me. Next indicated step. Let me go to his website. Cool. Let me sign up for the newsletter. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let me do the mini course. Cool. Let me book a trip to Iceland. That's a bit of a jump, but let me do it. Or let me go to a workshop near me locally. That could have been the next step too. And then just next step, next step, next step. And then when we got home, it was next step was talk to my cousin, who's the handiest person I know and, and an engineer, like... Can you help me build something that we can use in the garage? Because we're tired of buying ice. Okay, cool. Let's go get above ground pool equipment and let's build something. Cool. Can we make this better? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's make it a little bit better. Cool. Can we make it hot? Cool. Let's make it hot. Can we make it portable? And that was the big thing. We were like, huh, how can we actually take this with us? Make it portable. Cool. Can we sell this thing? Is there a market opportunity for this? Can we get the manufacturing line to actually bring this to market? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. All of a sudden, I'm a pool boy now. That's it. <laughs> oh That's how that God. happens. I mean, yeah, it really is one one step, yeah. you know, th- to the next. Did you like after that first retreat? Mm-hmm. Was it in your head of like I could make a company around no. this? No, 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 no. It was it was just let me go deeper into this world of breathwork and cold immersion. Okay. So I did a number of retreats after that as well, Sweden, and then I also decided to to start learning how to share this with other people because I came back and people were so interested and we're like, mm-hmm. oh, and I was so passionate about it, like, yeah, come. Let's go do an ice bath together. Like, let's try this breath work together on YouTube. And so I just took that deeper to learn and master it myself so that I could share it with my friends and my family because that's mm-hmm. ultimately why I would do anything is just to make the lives of the people around me locally in my community better. And so I just took that deeper to the point where all of a sudden, just like one thing leads to the next and I'm incorporating into my coaching work at the time and I'm incorporating into doing a retreat around it with my friend that we're planning and he's opening a business around it as well. And and so it just, it just took it one step further of like mastering and working to, to get better at the actual practice itself. And then the tie-in came with my cousin who has a big background in manufacturing as well. The tie-in came there, which was like, huh. There might be a market opportunity for this, and we might have the skill set to be able to build something to bring to the market. And then it was like, oh, cool. And even at that point, though, for me, because I was still I was director of operations at a startup company, and I was totally happy and fine. I was moving and grooving, and it was still kind of like a passion project on the side. And it wasn't until we launched it was like, oh, this needs to be my full focus because there is a real opportunity here. Yeah. And, and that's what I did. Yeah, it's not a part-time gig. No, no. So let's talk about the benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know it's helpful, like physically, mentally, everything. Yep. So where do you, go on your spiel. Okay. Why, why, why should people use this? Yeah. Um, I think the first segue in there is we get a lot of fulfillment and joy from doing uncomfortable things, whether we like it or not. It's something that is often referred to as hormetic stress or acute stress. It's doing difficult things physiologically leads to a reward system in our body. So when you get in the cold, your dopamine increases. Your norepinephrine or adrenaline, which makes you feel alive, increases as a response to doing a difficult thing. Same thing when you hit a hard workout or you go for a run, you get that runner's high. Like We have these built-in mechanisms. These We have a pharmacy in our brain that's waiting to be tapped into. And why we really need this now is because 
we're losing touch with our physiology and we're getting that mentally with the however many thousand times we pick up our phone throughout the day, it's shortcutting that dopamine. And that's leading to so much of the depression, anxiety, stress, lack of fulfillment that we're seeing on the day-to-day in our society. So when we can connect back to that and give ourselves the dopamine in the real way, when we can give ourselves that sense of fulfillment on the way that our body was designed for, then we can start to build a better relationship with our body, feel more in touch with it, and set a whole new baseline for well-being and for living a fulfilled and aligned life. So I would say that that's the first part is doing difficult things. And like I said earlier, doing it in the morning is great too because I don't want to do it. There's also something about building that willpower. It's building that resilience of being like, hey, guess what? We're doing it. And I can't tell you how much that's helped me with like we were saying earlier, making decisions in business, being decisive and, and following through. And, and you feel the results of it so vividly. You get out, you feel alive after you get out of the ice bath. And that's because your norepinephrine spikes 530%, Christina. I need that. 530%. I need 530% that's more. That's like bungee jumping or <laughs> yeah. skydiving level. Seriously. And it's yeah. repeatable, which yeah. is incredible. So, yeah. so that there's all the psychological benefits around that, which I think is what's really going to help this push mainstream is when people realize this can be a productivity tool. Mm-hmm. And it, all it takes is two to three minutes. Yeah. You don't need to be there for long. Like, show me something else that's not an illegal ba- banned substance that in two to three minutes can shift your state like that. I'm waiting, right? That's like, there's point. nothing that is so visceral feeling like that. So I love that. It makes you feel alive. And that's so much what I feel like I'm here to do is to help people, like, shake them up. Hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. We're alive. We're on planet Earth. There's rainbows. Mm-hmm. Caterpillars turn into butterflies. Yeah. What the heck? I know. Like, we're sleeping on so much like we're alive there's this playground we're living on like it can be beautiful and it can be energizing and we can and we can have we can we can feel the fullness of what i believe we really came here to do so and cold water just like it shocks you it shocks your system so that's another benefit shocks your system it's that stress but as a result of that stress it forces you to regulate it forces you to breathe it forces you to overcome that stress and when you can overcome that stress in a controlled environment you start to teach your body, you start to bring up your stress tolerance. So you start to raise the bar for what actually will stress you out. And you start to be a lot less stressed throughout the day because mm-hmm. when the emails are going off or something crazy happens, you're sitting in traffic, you can train your body to remember what the difference is between perceived stress that you're you know, in your mind caught up about and the real stress that you're feeling. So it's giving yourself a dose of real stress, which is really helpful for all those reasons. And then from a from a like a recovery standpoint, what's phenomenal? It's one of the you know one of the best studied and researched forms of of therapy and recovery is is cold cold therapy. What happens is when you get in again, the intelligent design of our body knows all the blood flow will divert to our core. So that's why your toes, you know, fingers, extremities get cold and numb. Ultimately, is because all the blood draws into your core because your body knows, hey, we can live without our toe, but we need our liver. So that blood flows in and it becomes super oxygenated, nutrient-rich in your core. And then when you get out, all that freshly circulated blood and warm blood flushes back to your extremities. And when it does that, it flushes out lactic acid, inflammation, muscle soreness, and it just jumpstarts circulation. It boosts your metabolism as well because your body needs to warm itself up. So it does all those things. It helps improve sleep as a result of that also with your core body temperature. So... um, there's all those amazing things that happen from that, mm-hmm. um, but it really stems from doing the hard thing. If I could sum it yeah. up, it's doing the hard thing, doing the uncomfortable mm-hmm. thing. It stems from um, the the blood flow and circulation. It's something called vasoconstriction where your blood vessels collapse, mm-hmm. and then when they come open back up, flushes the blood through, through, which helps with your immune system as well. It boosts and your heart health. So everything else happens from that physiological process of your body adapting in the cold and out of the cold. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because as you're talking, I'm like when you're saying all the benefits of having an actual stressor and Mm. then you perceive the, I think about that, like for me with 
um, different physical health issues and how that completely shifted my perspective mm. around how I like moved through life because I realized stuff I was stressing out about before was an actual stressor. And I'm like, wow, that's like a safe way to get yes. that benefit, you know, yes. for sure. But what actually makes this mainstream, I feel like mental clarity, productivity, fat loss. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I think, I feel like when I hear people talking about it, cause like, I feel like more and more people are talking about mm-hmm. cold immersion. Like that's what people. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Are, and then, and then um, muscle soreness, one yeah. of the best studies is, is yeah. how it reduces d- something called DOMS, which is delayed onset muscle soreness. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why athletes have done it for yeah. years and continue to do it at the highest level. They, they use ice baths for recovery because it, it helps you be less sore. Yeah. Fact. You feel it instantly. Fact. Yeah. So, yes. Are there any studies on like depression? There are. And there's a lot more coming out. There's studies on PTSD and depression. Yeah. And I think they're a combination of all these different things. I can't cite any particularly right off the top of head mm-hmm. right now, but I know that there's a lot more. Just in the past five years, there's been, I think, 7,000 WebMD research papers done on cold immersion. And the, if you look at like the, the, the trend of studies done on that topic, it's like it's just yeah, parabolic. Yeah. So there's a lot more coming out on the, um, on the mental side of things and yeah. depression. Um, intuitively, what I feel and what I know to be true from my own experience, which is all I can speak to mm-hmm. without studies, research around it, is that it helps you. It really, really, it helped me personally with depression. Mm-hmm. Again, I can just speak to my own story with it, but it really, really did help me of just like that stagnation, you know, that stagnation that leads to depression, that feeling of just like, bleh, like that's a tough feeling. That's not mm-hmm. a fun feeling. And you can be in that state for a long time. And it's like, you need something to kind of shock you out of that state. That's yeah. not drugs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and from what you just described, it's like literally like resetting your body. It does. You it's know? a reset. Total yeah. reset. Full body so reset. So physiologically it would be yep. helpful as well. Yep. So uh, if, for people who have never tried this, okay, how cold are we talking? So cold water immersion, 55 degrees Fahrenheit and below mm-hmm. is what's considered cold water immersion. So anything in that range, you're good. So like I always recommend people starting at 55. Start at the beginning because 55 is, if you've never done it, it's cold enough in your system. You're still going to feel that like, you know, that shock factor that forces mm-hmm. you to breathe through it and um, and it gives you a good experience with it. You can go right to, you know, 32 degrees is freezing. So water we're going to get in in Iceland on, in two days is going to be 32 degree water. Mm-hmm. So that's cold. That's really, really, really cold. And you notice a difference. There's a big difference between 50 and and 32 so starting at that temperature i mean look at the base level start in a cold shower like that's where i started as well start with a cold shower it's something that a lot of most people have access to mm-hmm. um even in southern california we don't really have that much cold water coming out but you start with a cold shower because it's going to help you get into that doing the uncomfortable thing and you're mm-hmm. still going to get all the benefits of doing the uncomfortable thing so start there you'll courageous go to the gas station or grocery store buy a bunch of ice throw it in your bathtub and see what that feels like going full immersion in and mm-hmm. seeing what that does to your breath. And um, that usually is enough to get someone hooked on it. Like it's something, it's addicting, right? Because mm-hmm. you're literally giving yourself dopamine. It's a good addiction. Mm-hmm. And so once you get that, then you'll get to the point where you like want to do it more regularly and the ice gets old. And that's when you'll start looking for some more kind of permanent solution, whether that's hacking a chest freezer, which could be a good next step for some people. But um, that's really where we came to market was to provide someone with that next step that mm-hmm. is 
not a $10,000, you know, fixed wall at home tub that you need to have a big setup and a mansion to put it into. So, um, starting with a cold shower, look, there's a lot of people that are doing big events. Um, go on Wim Hof's website. There's people doing retreats. Um, come on to our site. We're doing events and we have instructors all over the country doing different events. And uh, if you're in San Diego, hit us up because we will take you through. I would love to take you through your first Mm -hmm. cold water immersion experience, but there's a lot of people, um, that are, that are offering ice baths or doing it. There's even facilities around that you can book in to go do. So, um, go, 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 go experience it for yourself. Feel it for yourself. Okay. Are there any health risks? Yes. If you're pregnant, if you have a pacemaker, heart stuff, stay away from it. Honestly, the only other health risks come from doing not smart things with the cold. And that's part of the issue when you see something go mainstream or something's trendy is you see some things that are not necessarily the safest. So like, don't get a snorkel and try to stay under there for as long as possible. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Don't fight through. Listen to your body. Yeah. So if, if you're if you're feeling yourself get dizzy, most a lot some people get dizzy. A lot of the health risks can come from some people getting dizzy doing it, not because of the cold, but because of their breathing. When they get in, <sighs> they start breathing really heavily and they get lightheaded as a result of that because they're kicking out all their CO2. So they're getting lightheaded and then you get a little dizzy. You pass out. You don't want that to happen. So um, don't push yourself. Like the threshold that I really like, and this is from Dr. Andrew Huberman, is he says, stay in for um, or go for as cold as you can that feels this is cold and uncomfortable, but it's bearable. Mm. Like that's the range you want to be in. So if you're pushing, if you lose your breath, if you're hyperventilating, if you're not in a calm, focused breath state, and you're feeling like this is too much, listen to yourself and get out. If you do that, you will be safe with it. Mm-hmm. So the other health risks I would say is if you're someone who's really, really, really stressed. I mean, like we all think we're stressed, but like really cr- like has like super, super, super stressed. Adding that stressor can sometimes is really useful and helpful, but can sometimes have a negative effect as well and can cause you like freeze up almost, which you could argue is actually part of the healing process and, and beneficial. But um just be careful with that if you're someone who's like super, super, super like, you know, on intense medication for mm-hmm. stress and anxiety. Be careful with that. Make sure you're with someone mm-hmm. who can guide you through an experience uh, the first time you do it. But other than that, it's cold water. Our bodies are built for it. We're adapted yeah. for it. So what's what's the like protocol? You get in. Guide people through it. Yes. Br- breathing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and this is a big thing. One of our mottos at Edge Theory Labs is being more than just a tub. We don't want to just be like, that's one of the things I see on the market right now too. A lot of people are selling tubs and they're like, here you go. Here's your tub. All right. Have fun. Bye. It's like, no, no, no. This is just the start of your journey. Now yeah. we want to be there to support people through that um, because it's a powerful tool. So we have a whole backend community platform with protocols, science-backed protocols, challenges, different ways to interact with the cold and with your tub. They're all science-backed. So the big study on cold immersion is done on 55 degrees Fahrenheit for 11 minutes throughout the week. So that's doing like two or three minutes, four times a week, right? Um, or however long you can break that up. Do you Maybe. do it every day? Every day. Okay. Uh, mostly every day, I should say. Sometimes I'm traveling or if I'm on an airplane or something like that, I'm not doing it. But um, it's something that I do very, very regularly, if not every day, pretty close to it. And um, so the protocol is, I would say, get in. And when you get in naturally, your body's going to, right? It's going to take your breath away. That's your body going into that sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight, saying, hey, red alert, this is not good. And so you want to greet that with with that exhale out, force, and sometimes you need to really force it. So you got to really push that exhale out until you can get over that hump and get back to your breath. Once you get after your breath, so the first thing when you get in is it's going to be cold, but just get your breath back. And when you can get your breath back and you can focus on taking long, slow exhales, longer than your inhales, then you've 
successfully regulated your nervous system and taken back control and gone from your sympathetic fight or flight into your parasympathetic rest and digest. And that's beautiful. And there's, that's, that's so much of the juice of it is that practice. So get your breath back and then you get your breath back. Then you want to experiment with how much of my body can I get underwater? A lot of people when they start, it'll just be like up to their chest, maybe, maybe just their lower body and waist, which is still great. But how much of my body can I get in? When you get your arms in, it's a whole different level. When you get your hands in, it's a whole different level. So, and then when you get up to your neck, you get under right up to your chin where you can get your lymph nodes under too. You're getting all that benefit as well. So how much of my body can I get under? And then how long can I stay in in a safe feeling connected to my breath before I start feeling maybe shivers or before I start feeling it's time to get out? So there's so many levels to it and I'll be practicing till the day I die because there's just levels and levels. And then when you get really good about getting full immersion into it, full body in, you're with your breath and you're able to stay for a few minutes, then start moving the water, start pedaling your arms and legs because it breaks up the thermal layer. We're going to a river where it's constantly flowing. It's always more difficult because you're flushing away that thermal layer and it's getting hit with a constant stream. We built circulation into the tub for that reason mm-hmm. because it makes it more challenging if you want it to be there. And um, and it mimics almost like a, a river or a lake where it feels like you're in a flowing body of water, which is the natural state. So um, there's levels to it. But as a beginner and someone getting in, like just connect with that breath. Even in the shower, notice how it might take your breath away. <sighs> Focus on the exhales, really focus on softening and relaxing into it, melting into it. How much can you let go of? You mm-hmm. try to brave the cold, it'll kick your ass. Yeah. You try to toughen it up, oh, let's go, hype yourself up. Nope. It's all about relaxing into it. Surrender to the universe. That's it. In that mental moment, right? Where it's like, okay, let's say you're in the shower, you get in the tub and like, if your first thought is like, holy shit, I can't do this. Like that's yep. what most people just jump to that exactly. mentally. And it's like noticing that talk, right? Versus like, I'm just relaxing into this and I'm fine. That's it. I'm in control. That's it. And when you look at it that way, it's like, yeah. that's why That's why I love the cold. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. Athletic recovery, amazing. Fat loss, great. But it's like that right there. It's mm-hmm. being able to, especially most people, especially if you're listening to this, you're probably like, heck no, the cold is, I hate the cold. I, yeah. could, I could never do that. Listen to what you're saying. I could never do that. That's cool, but I could never do that. One of the things that brings me the most joy is bringing someone through that experience who goes from, I could never do that to then doing cold immersion. That's transformational. Mm -hmm. I've had people that are breaking down crying before, during, and after in different ways. But the the relief that you feel from doing something Mm -hmm. that you thought you could never do and unlocking an appreciation and trust in your body for what you really are capable of. It's such a physical way of unlocking all the other mental things. Where else are you saying, I can't do this? Where else are you holding yourself back? Mm -hmm. Where else are you limiting yourself or putting the brakes on your life? And when you can remind yourself on that physical way on the daily, and you can remind yourself of that, that you are more strong, more capable, more beautiful than you're giving yourself credit for. And you think, what else is possible? Yeah. I mean, it's such a, it's it's energy healing, essentially. It is. You know, it's also great for your aura. I love that. Cold water will like seal it up. Ah, good to know. Uh, great for your aura. And you know what I love about it? It's so quick. Like, I feel like, especially in health and wellness, it's like, there's, it can be so overwhelming. Totally. Like, there's so many things to do. All of it takes so much time. And suddenly I'm like, if I do my biohacking stuff, it's taking me eight hours a day and I just <laughs> yeah. don't have time for this. <laughs> right, and then right. it becomes more stressful. It I'm does. like, gotta do this, gotta do this. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know so I mean? funny. Versus like something that's short, you know, mm-hmm. two minutes. Two minutes. So I've been seeing people post like different protocols, <laughs> like two minutes in, then they're, like sauna and they're and they're back mm-hmm. like tell me more about yeah that's great that's so it's hacks so fun we can do. Yeah. yeah and and again it just depends on what it always i always ask people and when they say oh, what should i do it's like 
It depends. Yeah. What are you optimizing for? What's your goal? Is it athletic recovery so that you can train harder the next day? Is it that you want to feel awake and alive in the morning? Is it that you want to wind down and sleep better at night? Because what you're going to do differs on those states. And there's there's an answer for it. There's a protocol for any one of those. So I love what you're referring to there as contrast therapy is going back and forth, hot and cold. Vasodilation in the heat, it opens up the blood flow. Vasoconstriction in the, close, in the cold, it closes it down. And it shrinks your blood vessels. So going back and forth, you're quite literally giving yourself a cardiovascular workout and you're just pumping your body. You're pumping the blood through your body. You're boosting your circulation on just overdrive. You're just putting circulation boosters on. It feels so good after. So um, there's also something, there's something specific for, for metabolism from the, what's called the Soberg principle, which is doing two minutes in the cold and standing up with your arms out open. It's called the shiver protocol and letting the air hit you. So you kind of get a shiver and then going back into the cold and repeating that a couple of times clinically shown to boost your metabolism and burn calories. So it totally depends on what you want to do. For me, really, I optimize it for feeling awake, alert, alive, and, um, and feeling a release of stress which you're going to get really at any level you're doing it. And so I love pairing it with the sauna. I love going after the sauna. I love hitting cycles back and forth with the sauna. You know, let's say 15 minutes in the sauna at a high temperature and then two minutes in the cold back. Do that mm-hmm. a couple of times. You'll get the best night's sleep of your life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, wait. So you do it in the morning. Mm-hmm. Is it bad to do it in the night? No. Does it matter? Or will no. it keep you up? That's a great question. What my experience has been with that is in the morning, so it's going to give you that adrenaline boost, right? And it's going to do the same thing at night. But what happens is there's all these other cues that your body knows that you're getting ready for bed. So there's a lot else that's going on, right? It's getting darker. Your day's winding down. You've been awake. So there's all these other cues uh, physiologically and environmentally that you're getting ready for bed, your circadian rhythm. So your body's smart and knows, and it's not going to be like, oh, we just got that hit. It's time to be awake forever. And so what I find is that it gives you that last kind of like hit. It's like, it's a last little jolt of like awakeness and alertness and all this thing in your body. And then the come down from that, rather than like bringing you back to this baseline, it helps you come down all the way down and into sleep. Mm. So that's why I really like it towards the end of the day. And oftentimes before I leave the office, I'll hit the sauna and I'll end up the cold tub and I'll go home and I'll just be like, oh, my, my, my shoulders are dropped. I'm feeling so much more calm and relaxed. And just, it's like this nice kind of yeah. slow bunny hill at the ski slopes down to sleep. Um, whereas in the morning you're doing it physiologically, you're going to get that same result, but your body and the cues are going and you're, you're energized and you're going to sustain that energy as you're getting to that peak productivity state and alertness state in your body, regardless of the cold, it's just going to like catapult you into that and you're going to stay up. So I think there's these other cues. So, so I haven't found it to mess with my sleep. I've actually found it to do the opposite. And there are some studies that show that it does help. Um, it helps with less interruptions in deep sleep Yeah. because of your body temperature. I love that. I feel like I'm obsessed with nervous system regulation. Like I feel like this is everything. It's everything. Love nervous system regulation. And so many people have such a hard time regulating their nervous system, you know? And it's like, I think that a lot of people need something very physical to almost like shock the body into it. Exactly. uh, Forces you. Yeah. Like we need something to force us. A lot of us, right? Something that that's that's that fast. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a really good option. Two minutes. Yeah. It's that fast. Yeah. It's really, it really is that fast and it's that real. You feel it. like there's no faking it. It's not like, oh, am I going to put myself in, am I going to regulate my nervous system? It's like either you regulate your nervous system or you die. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what's happening physiologically. I mean, yeah, not in the tub, obviously. Yeah. You're in a controlled environment. That's not going to happen. But yeah. it's like you, you yeah. really regulate your nervous system or you're going to have a really rough time or you're going to get out of the tub. Yeah. Right. It's, it's one of the two. Yeah. So it forces you to. Either you're going to be really present with your yeah. breathing and you're going to catch a meditative state or you're going to be in pain. 
So it, it forces you. It's a forced meditation. Oh my God, that's what people need. That's what everybody needs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you need a forced For, meditation. Force your hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. totally, totally. Um, so tell us about the tub and how it works. Yeah, so the tub is, I love the tub. It's so it's so cool. Um, I'm biased, obviously, but, um, <laughs> but as first and foremost, a cold immersion practitioner uh-huh. and someone that loves the cold, it's, it's a great product. Um, the tub works by, there's two components to it. There's the tub and there's what we call the chiller. So the tub itself, have you seen those stand-up paddle boards that are inflatable? Have yeah. you ever seen those? Yeah. So that's something called drop stitch inflatable technology. They use it. It's a military grade, so they use it in military boats. And that was the innovation that we really brought to the market with this was the drop stitch inflatable tub. So the tub is made of that same material because we thought, well, what if we could take that and make a tub out of that? Because the benefit is it deflates and folds into a backpack so you can take it with you really easily or you can move it around really simply. So we successfully engineered that tub using that drop stitch inflatable technology so when it's when it's up it's super durable like you can put your whole body weight on it when you're on the side you can stand on it you can sit people around the edges you know you can put thousands of pounds of pressure on it and it's not even going to deflect you're not even going to notice so the tub inflates and um and it's super durable inflatable and then that tub hooks up to through these two short hoses hooks up to the chiller unit the chiller units on wheels and this was the other big part of the innovation was creating an all-in-one system where you have your filter so it's going to filter the water. You have the filter, you have the, the refrigerant. So you're going to have what actually cools the water, heating element in there too, and then a water pump that's going to push the water. So we have all four of those into one unit that's on wheels, one hose in, one hose out. A lot of the other setups, especially the cheaper ones, have like, you have like six hoses because it has to go to the water pump and then it has to go to the, ref- the chiller, the refrigerator, and then it has to go to the filter. And so it just becomes a mess. So we put all that into one beautiful package that you can control the temperature, read the temperature, and is on wheels, plugs into regular electric, no no needing to get an electrician to come help you wire it, and you can put in an extension cord. And so you set up the tub, fill it up with water, connect it to the chiller, plug in the chiller, and within less than two hours, you're going to have ice cold water. So that's clean, that's filtered, and even among high use. So we built it with a, a one horsepower commercial grade compressor, which is four times more powerful than most on the market and thousands of dollars cheaper than most of the other one horsepower compressors because we wanted to have a top-notch product that could stand in a commercial environment and be quick enough to cool down when you're doing a workshop or you're setting it up on the go. It kind of defeats the purpose of portability if you have to wait 10 hours to wait for the water to cool down. Like mm-hmm. you might as well buy ice at that point. But in less than two hours... And an hour to get it from, you know, to get it down 10 to 15 degrees, like that's pretty significant. So that's part of the reason we built that as well. So that's how you do it. You set it up, you change the filter out once a month, once every couple of weeks, you um, add a little bit of, we use a non-chlorine based sanitizer and you don't need to change the water out. It's good for months and months and months on end. And it, it's like a little mini pool yeah. that you, uh, that you have and you can maintain. And, um, and then just as a high performer, being able to know that at any given time I have cold, clean water ready for me, it's just such a great, cause you're going to use it more and yeah. you're going to use it as a reset in between. You have a quick meeting. You got to get that, you know, regulate your nervous system. You want to get a, get out of your head and then back into your body. Boom. Yeah. You go hit it real quick. Yeah. So that's the way tub works. It also connects to Wi-Fi app so you can control from your phone far away. You can set it, switch to hot tub mode. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that, which I love. So you can set a program so it runs. Um, it's like for me, it's 7, 7 a.m. It's at 50 degrees. And by 7 p.m., it's going to kick over and it's going to be uh, 105 degrees. So it's going to be hot tub. So I can use a hot tub at night. And then as I uh, sleep, it's going to kick back over. How long does it take to switch? It goes about 12 degrees per hour. Okay. So it's going to take, um, it'll take like around two and a half, three hours to go from like cold, cold mm-hmm. to hot tub. Okay. So not too bad. Yeah, that's not long. Um, so like for the 
I'm sure you guys have these always plugged in for the regular person. Like, or, do you just leave it plugged in all the leave time? It plugged in. Yeah, okay. and it works so it's like an, always available. Yeah, okay. exactly. And it works like an AC unit, so it's not going to be like constantly running mm-hmm. like the cooling. It's going to like you say. Let's say you set it at 45 degrees. It's going to cool it down to 45 degrees, and then it's going to kick off the mm-hmm. cooling. It's going to still filter and circulate the water, which is good because you don't want just a body water sitting there. You want to make sure it's moving so mm-hmm. that it stays clean, right, mm-hmm. and not bacteria growth or anything like that. So it's going to stay filtering, but that's that's silent, and that it's, it's like it takes no energy cost to do that. Even if you're running it on cold as possible, the coldest setting 24-7, on average, it's a dollar a day. So it's, okay. not, it's not terribly – we built it to be very energy efficient because you don't want to have like $200 energy bill spike by using this thing either. That's yeah. not really practical. So you leave it on and then – so you set it at 45 degrees. It'll kick off there and then it'll like – it'll bring it down to like 44 really. And then when it gets to 46, mm-hmm. it'll kick back on and cool it back down. And it, that'll happen naturally just over time. It's insulated, but over time, the water temperature slightly increases. Or if you go in, your body temperature is going to bring the water temperature up and it's going to kick back down. So it, it, it runs very energy efficient like that, but you know that it's always going to be in that temperature range whenever you want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so legit. I – I got down like a rabbit hole on your website. Uh, yeah. It was like a couple weeks ago. Um, and I, I spent like a whole day and I was looking at all these different tubs. I was like, wow, this is really fucking impressive. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> Thank so, you. it's so good. Like, it's, Thank so, you. it's so compact. Yeah. It's so like accessible for people. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's genius. And thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We wanted to make it so. And, and part of the reason like we, I don't say this to, mm-hmm. to brag or anything, but we, we could easily sell this thing for 8000 to oh, $10,000 yeah. and sell it just fine. Yeah. But we wanted to, our goal was, could we make this for the at the most affordable range of the cold tubs out there on the market? If you're going to buy a standalone tub mm-hmm. that you want to have cold, clean water anytime, like for those people, if we can make ours the most affordable option and be truly the best option mm-hmm. by introducing portability, by having the one horsepower so it's four times more powerful, by having the filtration, all those things, if we can like truly make the best product, then I know we can win. And that yeah. was our goal all along was like, can we make the best product? So as people research, and I encourage everybody, go do the research, look at the other options mm-hmm. as well. You'll see that if you're wanting to invest into having cold, clean water all the time, it's it's truly, it, it is the best. And I say that unbiasedly. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. Well, so what what's the mission? What's the mission? The mission. Oh, I love the mission we're on. The mission is to redefine recovery so that we can help people unlock their full human potential. Mm-hmm. And what that means is, to me, recovery is not just an afterthought or it's not it's not even just a pillar of performance to me it's the foundation of performance it is the baseline of everything how can we take care of other people if we're not taking care of ourselves how can we show up for other people if we're not showing up for ourselves first and right now there's this cool shift that's happening where people are realizing that and people are getting that and people are instead of going to gyms asking about like oh what's your performance equipment what's your recovery equipment do you have a cold tub do you have a sauna people are are prioritizing their well-being and their recovery so for us it's really about redefining that and what that means and and how we can how recovery can be it's not a passive thing it's something that takes effort mm-hmm. like train hard recover harder and so it's that element from an athletic recovery standpoint um and through that process i believe that we can unlock the full potential that we have as human beings when we are taking care of ourselves when we are in touch with ourselves and i love the cold as a tool that helps facilitate that connection with yourself because it forces you to go inward. It forces you to, to breathe, to regulate. And so when we can do that, we're going to help people get more in touch with their body. We're going to help people feel more alive. Mm-hmm. We're going to help people recover quicker so that they can do the things they need to do. We're going to help people get that feeling of unlocking, get that feeling of achievement very quickly. So if you're a busy mom, if you're an athlete, if you're someone that's a high performer, an entrepreneur, you can get that release. You can get that. You can shift your state 
very quickly. So that's the mission is to do that and connect people to that and um and to to wake people up, like to shot to like quite to, literally, quite literally, like wake yeah, wake people <laughs> yeah. up. Yes, me. That's really what I'm motivated to do. And and it, I just see that we're in a society that is overstressed and underfulfilled, as mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier. And I want to help shift that. I want to because so much of the lifestyle lifestyle disease and inflammation that we're experiencing right now it's preventable and I, I believe that cold water immersion among other things is a very tangible tool that can help us and can help us win and move that needle a little bit towards the positive end yeah well and it, like what you were saying like we are so under recovered and uh, like recovery is the afterthought when it should really be the first thought amen and for me energetically it really maps onto this whole shift of like just being way too in our masculine and like getting back into our feminine receiving and resting and like that actually their strength and recovery totally it's like where everything comes from yep right creativity flow that's it that's where it comes from and that's why i that's what the cold taught me the first time i did in iceland was oh you know i thought that doing the cold it was a very masculine energy driven endeavor of like okay let's go let's ramp up we're gonna do this it takes you know you gotta you gotta be strong to get in the cold it's like you do have to be strong but where that strength comes from is surrender Mm -hmm. that strength comes from acceptance that strength comes from breathing through the discomfort it comes from the down regulation it comes from that exhale that's where that comes from that's the feminine and it taught me that i was like wow this is really powerful Totally. Well, and I feel like that maps so perfectly onto entrepreneurship itself. And I mean, this is a whole other rabbit hole, but I'm curious for you with, with building this company, like there's so, there's so many lessons within that Mm -hmm. in what, what has been the biggest lesson for you so far in building this? Mm. What's been the biggest? There's so many. I I did a solo podcast where I riffed for like half Mm -hmm. hour on just like all the Mm -hmm. takeaways so far. And this was during the summertime as well. But, um, the I think that the the big lesson is that um, it's it, what's coming to mind right now is like from the alchemist like when you when you're pursuing what you're passionate about when you're pursuing your personal legend like the, the whole universe conspires to help you make that happen mm-hmm. and and I, and I feel that big time happening right now with with what we're working on is that it feels so aligned and I would say that the biggest thing from an entrepreneurial standpoint what it's taught me is that you have to feel alignment in the product, service, or vision, or mission of what you're working on. If you're just in it to make money, you're going to have a hard time because it's like, it's tough. And like, yeah, you know, maybe if you, you see us on Instagram or you see anybody who's doing business, it's like, wow, you're crushing it. You're killing it. It's like, yeah, you're seeing the highlights. Like every, for every highlight, there's it's a roller coaster. For every highlight, there's the low lights and there's the head scratching problems and there's the gut punches. And every time there's a you know every time there's a sale, it's great. But there's also a customer issue that you're working on resolving. There's making the product better. There's supply chain. You know, it's like there's just all these different things that it's just this. It's just really it's like throughout the throughout the and especially in the beginning, it was a lot. It was just like every day was this crazy roller coaster. It was like literally fist pumping highs and like. Just exuberant smiles and then like the, oh shit, how are we going to solve this? Or this is an issue or this could, or competition here, or this company just came out with this. It's like, it's all those things. So I think I've gotten better at minimizing the, you know, the high highs and the low lows Mm -hmm. and staying centered with it. And this too shall pass, right? Everything's going to, going to flux. So, um, so that's another big lesson and takeaway is to not get too high, not to get too low and kind of stay on that and stay, stay blinders on, focus on the seeds you're planting and trust that the, that that, that's going to reap the harvest that you actually want and not focus too much on what is or the base level, but focus on what you're putting into it. Mm -hmm. But uh, overall, um, what I mentioned first is 
passion on the vision mission because that's going to carry you through the lows. It's going to give your highs purpose and it's going to carry you through the lows and the gut punches and it's going to force you to like continue to figure out ways and solutions to work through whatever challenges you're going to work on. And, um, and the, 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 nobody's exempt from the challenges. Nobody. Like, I don't yeah. care who you are. You're not exempt from the challenges and no business is exempt from its challenges. Mm-hmm. What, and those are look in different forms. Those come in different shapes and sizes, but um, it's all there. And so enjoying that unfolding of it. So yeah. I probably just sped out a couple different lessons along with it, those but that's great. kind of the general idea. Yeah. Well, it's just so cool because, I mean, you're so embodied in your mission, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, I, I always say this to people, people will come to me business wise and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but like, you're just so out of alignment here. It's not going to work. Yeah. Like it's not going to work. You yeah. know, if, if you do not like love what you're doing and you don't have that deeper, like I got to do this, like you're just not going to push through, mm. you know? Totally. That's why I've got a post-it note on my desk. It says they're waiting for you. Mm, I love that. And that lights me up. That's why I get out of bed every day. Cause I think about, especially yeah. the kid, like our younger generation that is just, that's dealing with so many different health challenges and so many different things. And our generation, the people out there that are, that are sad, that are lonely, that are depressed, that are, that are anxious, that I really believe that what we have to provide the message we have to share can help them in some way. Not that mm-hmm. it's a cure to everything, but it can help them or be a tool to them. It's like those people out there are waiting for me. They're waiting for us. So like, it's not about us. Like we got to do this. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I remind my team of that every single morning we're in the office too. We have a little ticker of our customers. You know, it has the number of customers, lives changed and counting. It's like, this is what it's about. And that's another massive lesson is that if we get, it's easy to get caught scoreboard watching as one of my past mentors, Giorgio said, it's like, focus on playing the game. If we're looking at the scoreboard. We're not playing the game. Like if you get focused too much on the sales or the metrics or this, you get too lost in the game. You get removed from what you're actually doing. What's that deeper purpose? And every time I get too caught up in that, I reconnect with, let me take someone through the cold for the first time. Let me mm-hmm. reconnect with that vision, vision and mission. And then the rest takes care of itself. So it's like focusing on that, play the game, trust the scoreboard will take care of itself focus what's on front of you, focus on the impact. So I think aligning yourself in some way where you feel like there's other people out there waiting for you to show up, to deliver what you have to deliver, then you're going to be pulling from this infinite well of inspiration, of energy, and you're going to get things done. Yeah. Well, if you love the process, you'll stick with it. You will. Right. And I, your energy around it is so infectious. It's like, Thank I'm you. sure everybody's like, like, oh my gosh, I got to do this. You've been waiting for me. You know, it's exactly. so true. It's yeah. so infectious though. And I think what's so cool is it seems like all of the lessons that like breath work and yoga and cold immersion, like taught you as an individual, like those are the exact things that prepared you for yeah. entrepreneurship because you're applying all of those same principles to being a business mm-hmm. owner, you know? Absolutely. It's like so perfectly mapped. It, it is. It really is. So I'm grateful for that and grateful for my family. I came from an entrepreneurial family. Mm-hmm. My mom is an immigrant from Morocco and she started a business with her brother. Um, they lived the American dream as a result of them doing that, like very entrepreneurial. My dad took the entrepreneurial plunge late into the career when he had three kids and um, and took the plunge and, and he hasn't looked back since and started a very disruptive um, you know health company and, and cold press juice company of all things, right? So I, I was raised in a family where we had these conversations around the dinner table and I recognize what a privilege that is and what a, how grateful I am for that where a lot of, you know, where I had my parents supporting me and being like, yeah, take the plunge. Yeah, start a business. Go experience it. Learn for yourself. We have the opportunity to do this. Do it. Figure it out. And so that support in conjunction with everything you just said and all the the inter- internal lessons I've gone through, I felt like has prepared me well for this. And one of the things I say all the time is 
we didn't come this far to only come this far. Like, and it's a great reminder. It's like, we didn't come this far to just come this far. Like there's going to be good things. Like it's going to continue. So yes. Uh, Well, you are doing amazing things and I'm sure everybody is going to be excited to learn more and get a tub. Where where can they do that and connect further with you? Yeah. Instagram is our main channel right now. We're working on getting other channels out there, but follow along the journey. Like Mm -hmm. above all, we're just like, we're a couple of young, cool, fun kids that are doing cool things that we think are cool and we enjoy doing. So follow along the journey and tune in and, um, and we're here to support. So reach out to us on Instagram at edge theory labs personally on my Instagram as well, or email my personal emails, Joshua at edge theory labs.com. Drop a line, say hello. If something resonates, reach out, love to connect. And we're here in San Diego. So if you're here in San Diego specifically or in Southern California, reach out because there's, we'd love to facilitate you through a cold immersion experience in one of our tubs. Love to show you the product that we're working on and, and have you part of the solution, have you part of the, the um the army that we're building over here so reach out through there check us out on online edge3labs.com i know you'll share all this as well we'll have an exclusive discount for all of your listeners also so if anybody is interested in taking that step we also have great payment plan options to make this accessible starts at 160 dollars a month and then zero zero percent interest options as well that literally make it cheaper than buying ice so if you are at a place where you're getting hooked on the cold and you want to make it a regular part of your routine and practice for all these reasons that have resonated take take the step like invest in the cold tub i know it'll be the greatest investment you make in yourself and we're here to support and back you with that and support you on your journey so reach out follow along and um and yeah grateful to support yeah amazing and you also have a podcast i do have a podcast yep it's called find the others yeah it's all about finding the other like-minded people these types of conversations um podcast has slowed down a bit. I cranked two episodes a week for a year, um, which was amazing. And I've slowed down quite a bit since I focused on this part of my journey that's been very consuming and in the best ways, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. So find the others. That's the other podcast that I tune into, which I'd love to have you on a guest as well. So I can put yeah. you in the hot seat and oh, ask would, you the questions. I would love it. Yeah. But that's what's great about podcasting, right? Like there's a whole bank for people totally, to go back and totally. listen to and Good re-listen point. to. Hundreds. And, yeah. 40 episodes or whatever I have there. So yeah, there's plenty of episodes. A ton built up. Yeah. So we'll put all of the links in in the show notes and thank you again so much for coming this is amazing yes i'm gonna come over more we're gonna hang out yes i'll I'll bring a tub we can do some cold plunges together and um drink some more of these amazing lattes and all the hangs absolutely i love it huge thank you to joshua for coming on the podcast and sharing his incredible story and all of the knowledge and information about cold water immersion therapy i'm sure a lot of you are going to want to pick up an edge tub or at least try some cold immersion you can go to edgetheorylabs.com to learn more about the edge tub don't forget to use my code christina the channel if you want 150 dollars off you can also find them on instagram at edge theory labs and you can connect with joshua at joshua dean church on instagram and at joshua dean church.com and on his podcast find the others if you did enjoy this episode be sure to take a screenshot share it to social media tag me tag at christina the channel podcast edge theory labs and joshua dean church so we can repost you and say a big thank you for listening and sharing the episode that truly means the world and is the most helpful way to support the show so that's going to be it for today's episode thank you again so much for tuning in i hope you have an amazing rest of your day and i will chat with you again next time